0: For Parsha's Vayechi, I got a specific request to talk about a specific area of the Parsha in the first Rashi. And so, we aim to please. So, in this week's Parsha, the beginning of the Parsha, Rashi talks about the idea that Vayechi is Stuma. That there's no pause between the end of Ayigash and Vayechi. It's the only Parsha in the Torah where there's zero gap like that. So, Rashi explains two Pshatim. One Pshat is because the Stuma represents the closing of the hearts and the eyes of the Jewish people... When Yaakov passed away, that their eyes and hearts were closed from the suffering of the Shebud, because the Shebud had began. Question on the Rashi is that the Shebud didn't begin until all the brothers passed away. So it seems the Pshat, the way they explain the Rashi, is that the Sheb that either they just started discussing the Shebud already, or there was an element of the Shebud. So there was some level of change in the relationship between the Jews and. Paro and Mitzrim. As soon as Yaakov passed away, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky points out it's very fascinating that in Parag Nun Pasuk Dalet, after Yaakov passes away, that it says Vaydaber Yosef El base Paro, that Yosef speaks of the house of Paro. It doesn't even that Yaakov is medayik from it. The Pshat he doesn't have the same access to Paro that he did before, and there was already a diminishing. The second Pshat in Rashi is that Yaakov Avinu wanted to be Megala the Cates. He wanted to reveal when Mashiach is supposed to come in the end of days when the final Gula will come. Menishtam when and Hashem closed it off from him. That Hashem did not want Yaakov Avinu to reveal the Kates. And Rashi spells this out more and later on in the Parsha, when Yaakov gathers the brothers and he says, what will happen by Acharis hayamim, and then he starts talking about other things, that there's an idea that he wanted to reveal it, and Hashem hid it from him. So the sum Derech says, very interesting, that the Peshat here is that, that what's, what's the Shaykh is remez at this point in the Parsha to the Guula and the Shibud? He says the Peshat is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to block it from Yaakov Avinu, the ability to reveal it, and therefore, he says the with the concept that the Torah is the blueprint for creation. Because of the greatness of Yaakov Avinu, the way that Hashem was able to block Yaakov Avinu from revealing it, to close off the knowledge from him, was to make the Torah stuma, that's the way of blocking the knowledge from Yaakovino. Like the suggests, maybe that's pshat. Also, the idea of Yaakov is saying that after all that Yosef did for them, with making Mitzrayim rich and saving them and everything, the idea that as soon as Yaakov passes away, that they should they're treating him differently is mamish against the Teva. The only pshat that makes sense to me is what the Sum Derech is saying. That, that 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 again, the same idea that because Hashem put it into the Torah that such a thing should happen, that's how it was able to happen. Anyway, the question I was asked to address is what's pshat in the second pshat in Rashi. I mean, this idea that Hashem worked to block Yaakov Avinu from revealing the zaman of the Bais Hamashiach, and we have it in Megillah Daf Gimel also. It talks about the idea that in Sefer Daniel, it's to a certain extent in the seventh parak, it's revealing the Kate's Hagulah, the time when Mashiach will come, and it says in the Gemara that Hashem, that Abbasco told. Yonason ben that he can't translate write a targum Yonason ben Uziel on say for Daniel because it would end up revealing the of Mashiach. So the question is why is it so essential that the of of be prevent be blocked? The question is why is it so essential that the of Hagula not be revealed? We know that in the times after the Khorban Bayis Rishon that there was a nevuah that they all had that it would take seventy years. So they they had a sense of when the goal was gonna. Happen. They maybe had different. Opinions, different ideas of when it would be. But there was this idea in place. So why is the goal of Adam different that its end cannot be revealed? Interesting question to think about. Thought of a few ideas. And I was okay to find somebody introduced me to a share from Rav Tzvi Zimmerman on the topic. He brought first Yonason, from Yonason Ibishitz, where he brings from the Zohar that the idea is that they should be able to accept the Tzaros ben Nechama meaning that there'd be a certain element of a lack of hope. If they know that Mashiach is not coming for another thousand years, they won't be able to handle the Tsar of the Golas that we're going through. It's only once they—it's only because they have hope that Mashiach could come. That's what enables them to have the strength to continue in the Golas. And he brought a beautiful Ksav Sofer, which I looked very hard for and was unable to find, that the Ksav Sofer writes that if you tell an Evid Ivry, a Jewish slave, that you should work until I come back, that that's an example of what is Parach. It's an example of cruel treatment. Why? Because the idea of not knowing the ending, not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, is tremendously painful, tremendously stressful. That was, in a sense, the Hava mean of what Yaakov Rabinu, wanted to reveal to them the time. Because of the despondency that could befall the Jewish people by not knowing when they, when there's going to be an ending to this. But at the same time, there's an argument the other way, that if a person knows, if the nation knows that the light at the end of the tunnel is not from the 1500 years, then they don't have that hope when they undergo challenges to be able to believe that maybe the time is coming. That that hope that it's the time that this Tsar is leading to Mashiach is something that has helped the Jewish people hold strong throughout the Gauls. And that's why what we say in the Brings the idea of the pusikin and Tehillim that we say in Shiramalos that esh, esh, shivasi on kechomim, that when they returned from Bava it was like a dream because it was so short the whole thing was 70 years. And so they, they had that hope. They knew that it was coming to an end. But at the same time during those 70 years many people intermarried many people never gave it back. There was that element of Yiyush when they were going through the Gaulus Bavo and the Golos Madai during that time period. So those are the two competing Logic is according the Ksov Sofer, and that's the Havamin, and that's the Maskan. It seems like the stronger argument is that we need to have something to anticipate. We need to have something to believe in when we're going through the challenge. And I think it's an important yisod in our personal lives and of us as a nation that we need to have hope. We need to have something to believe in. They say, Ein Nothing is worse for the human psyche than giving up hope. Hope is what sustains us and gives us that drive to keep pushing to keep going to close with an idea from the MS Yakov Yaakov, Yaakov Kamenetsky about this hope in the Gaula that he said that Yaakov writes that this is the reason why Yaakov Inu wanted to reveal to them the Kate Gaula is because of the fact that he wanted to give them Chizuk to be able to withstand the Gullus Mitzrayim they were going through and the future Gullus of Kaiser in general when he saw he wouldn't be able to do that so he started speaking to them about their portions in Eretz Yisrael and their futures as a nation to give them that hope, to give them that chizek. And he quotes the Medrash that the that there were these arazim, there were these cedar beams that the, that they brought with them from Mitzrayim to help in the building of the Mishkan. He says there was something that Avram Vino had planted and there was something Yaakov brought down to Mitzrayim. Why did he bring them down to Mitzrayim? They wouldn't need them until they went back to Eretz Yisrael. So he writes, it was to give them this hope, to give them this sense that there will be a binyan based on that they should grasp onto. And he elaborates in of Vegas how this was a very real concern for Yaakovinu that the Jewish people would get swallowed up among the nation of Mitzrayim, which almost happened. They went down to the 49th level, and so he did, that's why he needed an assurance from Akers Baruchu before he went down to Mitzrayim. And this was one of his statuises was to tie them to the idea that there will be a Mishkan. And Rabbi Yaakov says a beautiful pshat in a very famous Gemara in Megillah and and in Aleph that Am Ravinu asked Hashem how are we, how, what will Qal Yisrael do so they shouldn't get lost if they sin? Hashem answered him the karbonos will be Machaper for them. So he says that's good when the base is standing. What about when it's not standing? So Hashem says I was mesake in the Seder karbonos for them. Whenever they read the karbonos it'll be treated for them as if they bring in karbonos and I'll be mochel on their sins. So the Peshat Pshat in the Gemara is that saying the Karbanos is a Kapara. Because you can see there's another idea here. He's saying that Avravinu is asking, the Hu, when there's a base Hamigdash, that gives them what to hope for, that they won't be lost. When they don't have a base Hamigdash, how will we be able to hold on? How will they keep that hope for Ge'ulah? And now answers him, I was Messiah and say they Karbanos. That when they say Karbanos, that reminds them that there's a Mashiach coming. It reminds them that there's going to be a Ge'ulah and a Binyan Hamigdash. It gives them what to hope for in that sense it will help sustain them in the Golas and if you read stories about people who survive different traumas and sufferings like the Holocaust for example a lot of them held on to that hope that was part of how they managed to do it so to find hope in, from the carbonos, from the future Geula the belief that Hashem, Hashem will take us out from our suffering and bring us the binyan Gold Tzedek from here, v'amenu. Amen.